Hey guys, I'd like to introduce you to a new podcast that I know you're going to love. Do you like travel? Do you like picturesque locations and getting away from it all? Well, this new podcast has all that and murder. It's called Slaycation, and it's a darkly humorous look at murders and mysterious deaths that took place on vacation. Hosted by a true crime fanatic, her comedy writer husband and his TV producing partner, Slaycation brings a unique perspective to chilling, thrilling, and WTF stories of vacations gone horribly wrong. From the twisted tale of Harold and Tony Henthorne, whose romantic anniversary in the Rocky Mountains ended with one of them falling off a cliff, to Angelica and Vincent, two recently engaged lovebirds whose Hudson Valley kayaking adventure ended underwater. Each episode of Slaycation will have you asking, accident or murder? But it's not just the stories that'll intrigue you. It's the discussion between a longtime married couple and business partners who happen to be Emmy-nominated TV producers. Each episode of Slaycation also includes humor, takeaway and travel tips that will keep your next vacation from being your last. If you're ready to pack your body bags, Slaycation is available on all major podcast platforms. Search for Slaycation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yo tengo casi 33 años de ser de ser forense. Nunca había visto una una escena así. In spring 2021, reporter Brian Avelar launched an investigation that began in the depths of a grave dug by a serial killer and ended with the government forcing him and other journalists to flee El Salvador. Sonoro and Revista Factum present Humo, Murder and Silence in El Salvador. The story behind a country where the truth and its citizens' rights are buried under the weight of power. Señor Ministro, ¿Dónde está Karen y Eduardo Guerrero? ¿Dónde están mis hijos? Listen to Humo, Murder and Silence in El Salvador, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Twisted News. I'm Andrew, and today we have two different stories about people who've gone missing recently. The first is a bizarre one about a boy who was missing for eight years. Only as it turns out, he wasn't actually missing at all. The second tale is about two missing prisoners who are believed to be out there somewhere, and maybe you could help find them and bring them to justice. Get ready for Scary Mysteries Twisted News. Number one, boy missing for eight years is never missing. This one's a puzzling story of a disappearance, deceit, and perhaps an unimaginable betrayal from the heart of Houston, Texas. This is the eight-year saga of Rudolph Rudy Farias, whose bewildering case has recently taken an unexpected turn. Back in March of 2015, then-17-year-old Rudy seemingly vanished without a trace. His mother Janie Santana maintained that her son disappeared while walking his dogs through their Houston neighborhood. The incident, of course, stirred the community And for eight years, questions lingered about what exactly could have happened to the teen. The memory of Rudy's disappearance never fully fading from anyone's mind. But just a few weeks ago on July 3rd, the Texas Center for the Missing announced that Rudy had been located, found alive, but in shocking condition. He was discovered outside a church, unresponsive and covered in cuts and bruises. 
Santana, believing her son had endured unimaginable abuse, announced his discovery to ABC 13 and the nation, adding that Rudy was too traumatized to communicate at the time and that she'd like it if people respected their privacy. But in an unexpected twist of events just days after this announcement, the Houston PD held a press conference where they made a startling declaration. Rudy was never actually missing at all. He didn't have an accident, no one kidnapped him. Rudy had been living at home with Santana for the entirety of that eight-year period. According to an HPD lieutenant, Rudy had returned home the following day after allegedly disappearing. The police say that Santana perpetrated the charade, insisting Rudy was still missing, even providing fictitious names and birth dates during their interactions with authorities. This web of deceit appears to have ensnared even more people as Santana raised over $2,000 on GoFundMe, claiming her son was still lost. The platform, though, has since banned her and removed the fundraiser. But many questions still swirl around this perplexing case, which is still ongoing. Neighbors have come forward, offering contradictory accounts. Some claim they saw Rudy in the neighborhood over the years, while others insisted they hadn't seen him since his supposed disappearance. One neighbor, Keisha Ross, even recounted times when Rudy, whom she knew as Dolph, would visit her garage, mingle with her family, or visit the park by himself. However, Santana dismissed these claims, stating that the man the neighbors had seen was not Rudy, but her nephew, even providing a photograph as proof. So it appears as though she can't let go of the idea that her son was missing, which is strange to say the least. Rudy's aunt, Pauline Sanchez, says that the now 25-year-old doesn't want to see his mother. Quinnell X, a Houston activist, even claimed that Rudy told him about enduring years of abuse from his mom, though this is a claim that police have disputed. It's a story that confounds at every turn, one where the supposed victim and villain live under the same roof. As of now, it remains unclear if criminal charges will be pressed against Santana, and the Houston PD urges the public to respect the ongoing investigation. Meanwhile, the supposedly found Rudy Farias is recovering, living with a friend and avoiding contact with his mom altogether. How exactly he got all the cuts and bruises and why he was found outside that church is unknown. It appears, though, to be a story of Munchausen by proxy, mixed with a little bit of greed. Number 2. Prisoners at Large on Both Coasts Law enforcement officials are currently engaged in a manhunt for two violent criminals. The first one escaped from the Warren County Jail in Pennsylvania. Here, 34-year-old inmate Michael Burham, who has a violent past, managed to break out, and it wasn't just any ordinary jailbreak. Burham, a known survivalist, used his experience to climb on top of some exercise equipment outside in order to reach the prison roof. From there, he moved across to a spot where he could descend to the ground that was beyond the fence using bed sheets that were tied together. What's more is, he had already led the police on a multi-state manhunt once before after being suspected of a murder back in May. 
The Warren County Jail, situated in the northern part of the state near Jamestown, New York, is sitting right next to the expansive Allegheny National Forest, a vast wilderness with dense trees. Michael Burham, having had military training and being a survivalist, could potentially live off the land for some time without much of a problem. And the issue then becomes locating him. Police have discovered campsites and small stockpiles of supplies, which they believe the man could be using to survive. But he's on the move, and authorities are now concerned that Burham may have acquired a weapon and could be getting help from unknown individuals. Now over the West Coast in California, in the early morning hours of July 9th, news broke out about another violent criminal who had managed to escape. Eric Abril, a 35-year-old inmate who faces murder, attempted murder, and kidnapping charges, slipped away from Sutter Roseville Medical Center, which sits just north of Sacramento. Despite being under 24-hour armed guard, Abril, barefoot and desperate, managed to escape authorities around 3 a.m. He'd been brought in for an unspecified medical condition, but he seized an opportunity and managed to make a run for it. His escape wasn't without a confrontation. Placer County Sheriff Wayne Wu says there was a brief foot pursuit with a deputy who was on scene. Unfortunately, Abril was still able to escape. He's known to be dangerous and unpredictable, having taken two hostages and shooting both during an April confrontation. He also allegedly shot a California Highway Patrol officer. Two different coasts, two dangerous men on the run. Authorities are urging residents to remain vigilant and review any home surveillance videos they might have. The East Coast is now a woodland battlefield for the survivalist fugitive, while the West Coast urban landscape hides the other man. If you have any information, please call your local authorities and stay safe out there. So there were a couple of scary and strange news stories that we have for you guys today. If you like this episode and want more, subscribe to us over at buzzsprout.com to show support and receive one bonus podcast every single Thursday. Link is in the description. Cancel any time with no commitment. Your support is what keeps us going, and it's appreciated. Thanks for tuning in today. I'll see you guys soon.